is a podcast from Delance Healing Church. We meet every Sunday morning at 10.30 in the Delance Healing Church building at Le Bank St. Sampson in the Channel Islands of Guernsey. To contact us or to find out more information about us, please visit our website at delancehealing.co.uk. It's a real burden on my heart, on our hearts, to bring this, this series to the church. We've already looked at breaking out in worship a couple of weeks ago. Nicole talked about breaking out from the past last week. Today I want to talk about breaking ground. And there's a message burning in my heart, burning in my spirit today. And parts of this word, this word today, I believe, are prophetic for us as a church, as Delancey Elam Church. So I wonder if you get your Bibles and turn with me today to Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12. A passage I'm sure, a verse I'm sure many of you here will know well. Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. <clears throat> it says, Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love. And break up your unploughed ground. You may remember that as fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers and rains righteousness on you. Let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we give you praise and we exalt you this morning, Lord. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word that is alive and is living. We thank you, Lord, that as we look at your word, you reveal your power and your glory to us. Lord, I thank you that we can come in freedom today to come around your word. And we don't take that for granted. And so we listen to every word today. Lord, I pray every word today will not go to waste. It won't fall to the ground. But Lord, we will listen to your word and listen for your revelation today. In your awesome name. Amen. As is quite often in scripture, you will find there are quite a lot of analogies and illustrations that are agricultural. And so here we find Hosea bringing this word and it's got an agricultural feel to it. Talking about sowing, talking about reaping, talking about ploughing the ground. Of course, that's because this message was speaking to people that used to farm their land and they used to grow their crops. Um, They didn't go down the supermarket to buy their vegetables. Uh, They lived their life, their agricultural lives. And so that's why we see that so often in the Bible, because people can relate to it. And so here we see three things that are agriculture related. Sowing, reaping, and breaking up the soil, ploughing the ground. And so the first thing I want to look at today is the first part where it says, Sow for yourselves righteousness. Sow for yourselves righteousness. This is the first thing that we are told to do. We are told to sow for yourselves righteousness. So what does that mean and how can we do that? We'll have a look at that for a few moments this morning. I like to grow as many vegetables as I can. And um, in order to do that, I have to sow some seeds. And in order to 
sow the seeds, I have to make a decision what I'm going to grow. You know, I have to prepare the ground, I have to go to the shops or, or look online and order the seeds that I want to buy. And so, when we're sowing, in order to do this, you have to have a plan. You, you, you have to plan what you want to reap. So, if say I, I, I like runner beans, so I have to plant runner beans in order to reap the runner beans. I like, I like to sow potatoes, onions, all those sort of things. And so, I have to plan out my garden and how I'm going to, and how, what and when I'm going to grow the plants so that I can reap them. And hopefully, if you're a good gardener, you can, you can have things grow in and you can reap them throughout the summer and autumn, and maybe in the winter as well. The purpose, the purpose of sowing today in today's scripture is to reap righteousness. It says, sow for yourselves righteousness. Obviously, we can't go to the shop and order a pack of righteousness seeds, can we? So, how do we sow for righteousness? Before I explain that, before I explain how to sow for righteousness, we must first note this, that it says, sow for yourselves. Sow for yourselves for righteousness. Sow for yourselves righteousness. In other words, no one else can do it for you. I can't do it for you. Your neighbour can't do it for you. Your family can't do it for you. You have to sow these seeds. You are the one that needs to sow. The seed we are told in in Luke 8.11 is the word of God. We need to plant the seed of the word of God in our hearts. We need to plant it in ground that is good, and well prepared. 1 John, verse, 1 John chapter 2 verse 14 says, I write to you fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you young men, because you are strong, and the word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. John is writing there, and we see that by planting the word of God, in our hearts, planting those seeds of the Word of God, then it becomes alive in you. The Word of God becomes alive in you. So that's how we sow for ourselves, or sow for yourselves righteousness. The seed of the Word of God alive in you causes you to overcome the evil one. If you think, sometimes in your life you're saying, Oh, so, so, I, this temptation comes before me and I, I end up doing those things which I don't like doing. I say those things I don't like to do. Well, listen to this word of God. Sow the seed of the word of God in your heart, in your lives. So allow the word of God to become alive in your hearts because then you will overcome the evil one. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Doing things right and in line with the instructions of the Lord. Luke 11, verse 28 says, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. You know, it's not enough to just to come on a Sunday morning. It's not enough just to pick up your Bible on a Sunday and, and come to church with it. The word of God, it must be sown in our hearts daily. It's not enough just to come and hear the preacher preach his word on a Sunday. We must read the word of God. And we must obey it. The word of God is the seed of righteousness. 
and we need to be sowing it ourselves in our hearts. We need to be hearers of the word because faith comes by hearing. You know, we cannot manage to go through life from one day to the next without hearing the word. You know, as a farmer will never, a farmer will never reap a harvest, will he? Unless he plants those seeds. We will never reap a harvest unless we plant the seeds of righteousness ourselves. We need to listen to the word of God preached on a Sunday. But we need to be reading the word of God. We need to plant in that seed in our hearts so that it becomes alive in us. It then says in verse 12, reap the fruit of unfailing love. You know, this passage has really intrigued me. Some versions say reap in mercy. So we have sown the seed of righteousness and we are now told to reap. I imagine what we have sown. So when we sow for righteousness, sow for yourselves righteousness, we will reap the fruit. And that root, that reap that fruit is unfailing love. It is mercy. When we live our lives right, when we obey the word of the Lord, we will in fact reap the fruit of unfailing love. It's important again to note that Again, we have a job to do, okay? It says, sow for yourselves righteousness, reap the fruit of unfailing love. We have to do something. We have to reap that fruit. That fruit is not going to reap itself. Reap means to cut or to gather a crop or a harvest. Reap can mean to harvest the crop from a piece of land. So what do we need to gather? How do we harvest the crop? Well, we reap the fruits of unfailing love by realising that God's love for us is unfailing, first of all. God's love for us is unfailing. And I want to link this in a minute to another verse in the Bible. God and his love will never let us down. But sometimes we can compare the love of God with the love that we maybe have experienced in our own lives, in our hearts. Love that will fail. You know, we sing that song, don't we? Love never fails. It never gives up. God's love never fails. It never gives up. But of course, we, most of us here have probably experienced love that has failed us in relationships. Maybe our heart's been broken. Maybe we've experienced a failing love. And because of that, sometimes our hearts are hardened. Which will link in later on with breaking ground. We reap the fruit of unfailing love. If we do not reap that fruit, it will spoil, it will fall, it will rot in the ground. God is asking us to pick the fruit, to harvest the fruit of unfailing love. And when I was writing this, the Lord reminded me of Revelation 2 verse 4, which I'm sure we will all know about the church of Ephesia. And and it says there, Jesus says this through John in Revelation 2 verse 4, Yet I hold this against you, 
You have forsaken your first love. And I've got a picture of maybe the fruit of love, unfailing love, God's love for us. He came, he died for us, he gave us, um, God sent his son Jesus to die for us. We've been singing about that today. The greatest love of all, where he gave his life for us. And I remember, and hopefully you can remember, when you gave your life to Christ, you were amazed by this love. And this love was something that you treasured, something that you told people about. God loves me so much that he died for me. And this verse is always a challenging verse to us, isn't it? You have forsaken your first love. It's almost like we have become so content and happy with our lives that we have forgotten to reap the fruit of God's unfailing love. We have forsaken our first love. When we first gave our lives to Christ... We were infatuated with the love of God. And it drove us to live a life that was extraordinary. It drove us to discover all the things about God's love and how it changes us. How it breaks those things in our hearts that we have held so long. We go around telling people, look, look this has happened in my life. No longer is my life ordinary, but it's extraordinary. It was above and beyond the life that we had lived. But over the years, our lives become orthodox. They become ordinary again. And God is reminding us this morning that we are to reap the fruit of unfading love. That there is fruit to be picked that is going unpicked. And I'm not going to dwell too much on this breaking out of the ordinary because um, Jem's going to bring preaching on that next week, about breaking out of the ordinary into the extraordinary. But we need to recognise in the rhythm of today's sermon that there is fruit to be reaped. You know, the order of these verses, this verse today is important. We're going to look at a few in a few moments. Because this verse says, sow for yourselves, reap the fruit And then it talks about breaking up the unploughed ground. Breaking up the fallow ground. And when I read this, it seemed strange to me because surely we must be breaking the ground first in order to sow the seed, in order to reap the fruit. Why why does the writer write it this way? And, and, And in my study, some people have changed the order of it. They talk about the breaking of ground and then the sowing and then the reaping. But that's not the way that it's listed in Scripture. So, why is that? We're going to look at that in a moment. But this leads us to this third point. And for me, the most important point today. And which I want to spend a bit more time on. Break up your unploughed ground. Break up your unploughed ground. Breaking ground is the title of my sermon today. And so we read in this verse, to break up your unplowed ground. Why is this land unplowed? I ask myself. And then I ask myself, what is the unplowed land in our lives? How do we break this ground? 
And why do we need to break up the ground? You've heard me use the word fallow. I think maybe that's my upbringing. I, I remember this verse as being talking about breaking up the fallow ground. Well, fallow ground is, is, means unplowed land. It means land that is hard, land that is difficult to break. It's also land that maybe have been tilled at one time, but it's been left over the years and that land is no longer, uh, you're able to sow in it before you have to plough it up. A ground, plow it up. You know, as, a, as most gardeners will know, you need to dig up your soil uh, regularly in order to be able to keep the soil uh, alive and living so that you can plant the seeds. If you don't break up the ground, it comes very hard and you can't sow the seeds in hard ground. The reason I believe that um, the order of the verses sow, reap and break up is that as we sow our seeds of righteousness and reap the fruit of unfailing love, it will cause us to want to break new ground. To break ground that has been left. To break ground that we have never broken before. And in some cases to break ground that we have allowed to get hard. When we sow the seeds of righteousness, when we, for righteousness, when we reap that fruit, when we rediscover our first love, I'm praying and hoping that it will cause us and want us to, to break new ground so we can plant more seeds, that we can reap more. And I think that's why it's listed that way. I'm excited because I believe the Lord is saying to us this morning, to us as a church, he wants us to break new ground. To break out into new things, to break out into new areas. And I believe the Lord is saying that we will break new ground. Ground that we do not know at the moment, but will make clear to us as we continue to focus on the Lord. As we continue to plant the seed of the word of God into our hearts, into our lives. As we reap the unfailing love, as we put our trust in him, he will show us the ground that he wants us to break up, the new ground that he wants us to break into. He wants us to recapture our first love. To break out in worship, to break out from the past, to break out of the ordinary. Now is not the time to stand back and observe. It's time to press in. It's time to get involved. And this is what I was saying earlier. We have to sow the seed. We have to reap. And it's no good now just to let other people do that. I believe that God is calling us and saying to us as a church, we need to press in to break new ground. All of us, personally and corporately. God wants us to do business with him. To come before him honestly. To seek his face. What is God saying to you? If you listen to God lately, what is God saying to you? 
We challenge you this morning. What is God saying to you? What ground is God telling you to break? What are the areas of your life that you have allowed to become hard? There are so many things that can cause us to become hard. Things that people say. Things that people do cause us to harden our hearts. When we are hurt by someone or something, we harden our hearts and close ourselves off to avoid anybody hurting us again. The problem is that in doing this, we can sometimes close ourselves off to God and all that he has for us. Hosea 10 verse 12 says, Break up the unplowed ground. I want you to break that ground that you have not allowed to be plowed. To break that ground that you have not allowed to be worked. Because as you surrender that ground to God, you can then break that ground so it can be prepared for sowing, for reaping. That is why I so often say there is so much potential within us. There is so much ground. There are acres and acres and acres and acres of unplowed land that is waiting to be plowed. Waiting to be broken. I believe that this ground is not only ground that we have allowed to become hard, but I believe it is also ground that has never been broken. Never been plowed. There are areas of our lives that we have never allowed the Lord to break into. There are areas of our life that we have never let God be part of. And as we identify these areas and as we break it up and allow God and the Holy Spirit to break in and take root, we will see dramatic changes in our spiritual lives. God wants you to break ground. He wants you to release every part of your life. I believe that as we do this, we will see healing from pain, healing from things that have held us captive for years. He wants to break in, church. He wants to break in. So what is the evidence of unplowed ground? Our Bibles, never or hardly read, is evidence of unplowed ground. Lack of interest in making the name of Jesus known is evidence of unplowed ground. Too busy with secular activities to get involved in the work of the Lord is evidence of unplowed ground. No desire to spend time in prayer is evidence of unplowed ground. Unforgiveness is evidence of unplowed ground. When we break ground, we will see breakthrough. We will see a change in our spiritual lives. We will see the potential of the Lord used. We cannot ignore the fact that Hosea, in the, in the writings of Hosea, God is telling us that as we break the unplowed ground, we will receive showers of righteousness. Or as some versions say, rain. Rains of righteousness, rains of refreshing. Until he comes, it says, and showers righteousness on you. As a church, we have had word after word about the pouring out of the Spirit. 
and these uh, pouring out of the Spirit, pouring out of the rain, pouring out of the water of the Holy Spirit upon the church. And that's why I believe that this word today is a prophetic word. And he is saying that we need to break ground. We need to break hardened ground in our lives. And we need to break new ground as a church. And that as we do this, we will see the rains of refreshing. We will see the water of the Holy Spirit poured out on us. We will see that tap turned on. But we have to do something. It isn't just going to happen. God wants us to break out of our complacency. He wants us to break out of our, of our orthodoxy. He wants us to recapture our first love and be on fire for Jesus. Too long we have plodded along. Too long we have plateaued in our comp- comfortable lifestyles. It's time to break out. It's time to break ground. It's time to see, as Hosea says, it's time to seek the Lord. It says, after breaking and break up your own playground, for it's time to seek the Lord. Which leads me to my final point this morning. It's time to seek the Lord. All this sowing, all this reaping, all this breaking up is because the Lord is saying through Hosea that it is time to seek the Lord. Sow for yourselves righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your own playground for it is time to seek the Lord. Now is the time. Not tomorrow, not next week, not when I can fit it in. Now is the time to seek the Lord. All that I've said this morning, all that the Holy Spirit has said to us this morning is because it is time to seek the Lord. I'm calling you, church. I'm calling you to seek the Lord. To break out of this plateau, maybe, that we live in these, our comfortable lives, where we fit church in when we can. To break new ground in our hearts. Maybe our hearts have become hard and we need to break that and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and work through our lives. Deuteronomy 4 verse 29 says, But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you look for him with all your heart and with all your soul. 1 Chronicles 16 verse 10 says, Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Psalm 34 verse 10 says, The lion The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Proverbs 28 verse 5 says, Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Isaiah 55 verse 6 says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. It is time to seek the Lord. And that's a personal challenge this morning to every one of us. It's time to seek the Lord. What has the Lord said to you lately? Have you listened lately? Or has your life been so busy with things that you even forget to read the Word of God? We need to sow for yourself righteousness. We need to reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unplanned ground. 
It is time to seek the Lord. It is time to sow for yourselves righteousness. It is time to reap the fruit of unfailing love. It is time to break up your unplowed ground. I wonder if we could stand as a church. Stand, church. Lord, we thank you for your word today. Your prophetic word today. And Lord, we're not going to rush away from this this morning. Lord, I'm excited about breaking new ground. Lord, I'm excited about breaking into new areas. But Lord, I want to break that ground in our hearts and our lives that we have allowed to become hard. Lord, I want to break that spirit of complacency. I'm okay. I'm saved. But Lord, we want to make your name known. We want to break out of this building and into the streets. We want to see the power of your Holy Spirit flowing in this place. We want to see the tap of your Holy Spirit turned on, Lord. But there must become a breaking, Lord. And out of that brokenness, I believe we will see rains of refreshing water. Showers of righteousness. Jesus, move in our hearts, move in our lives today. Lord, may we not allow ourselves to leave this place without allowing this challenge to burn in our hearts. This word is not for somebody else. This word is for every one of us here today. We can't, we can't just brush it over saying that was for somebody else. This is for us today, Lord. Every one of us here today. We want your spirit to break into every area of our lives, Lord. And if we don't, Lord, we come before you with all honesty and in humbleness and say, Lord, break that hardness in my heart. Break that hardness that I've allowed to build over the years. Lord, may I recapture, rekindle that first love. Spirit, come in your power and seat this morning. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Delancey Union Church. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us, please visit our website at delanceyelin.co.uk.